0: Hello my friends, welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the ninth day of February. I'm Paul White. It's the middle of the week, Wednesday. That means this is one of two days a week we put two podcast drops. One is the DDP that you're listening to, and the other is a full-length teaching session from our Tuesday night Bible study in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We've been working through the Sermon on the Mount over the past couple of months at random, Not, not chronologically, not left to right, but just where I am that week in my what seems to be endless musings on the fifth, sixth, and seventh chapters of Matthew. So join us. I know it's impossible for you to join us live, most of you, but it's very possible for you to join us weekly. Let that be a part of your journey, the Sermon on the Mount. I promise you, you will be challenged. I think you'll be blessed and intrigued as we show you A picture of how God acts. That's, to me, what is going on in the Sermon on the Mount, how God acts, how God responds. I think it'll be a journey that you will want to jump in on, and you don't have to get in in order because we're not in order. We're just moving around in the Sermon on the Mount, so check it out. Okay, today we conclude the Hebrews portion of our Esau journey, and to do that, we read to you the 17th verse of Hebrews 12, for you know that afterward, When he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. The he is, of course, Esau. Uh, Let's start from the top. You know that afterward, this is a reminder of something that we haven't gotten to yet in our journey on Genesis, but I don't want to go back and then come back to Hebrews. So let's cover this now and then There will be more to say when we get to this particular story in the Genesis account. But after our moment in the Genesis story where Esau sells his birthright for a bowl of soup, as the story unfolds, we get up to the end of Isaac's life, and Jacob takes Esau's place in the tent of blessing and receives the solemn blessing, the right-hand blessing in Genesis 27. Now, there's a lot of subterfuge that goes into this. Jacob really lives up to his name. But after Jacob cheats Isaac out of the firstborn blessing, Esau enters the tent. Again, more details when we get to that story. But Esau enters the tent and almost immediately, Isaac realizes he's been cheated. And Esau then begs his father for a blessing you know, is there anything left that you can give me? Uh, the blessing that Isaac speaks over Jacob is the substance of that promise that had been made to Abraham in Genesis 12, uh, where God told him that it would all be all his and that it would be passed to his children. And Jacob then becomes the inheritor of that. We know when we get to that 27th chapter that Esau is going to mourn. And I mean, weep with tears over losing out on that blessing. But according to this 17th verse of Hebrews 12, there's a difference in mourning, um, being sorrowful, being full of shame and regret. There's a difference in that and true repentance. Paul said in 2 Corinthians seven ten that godly sorrow works repentance not to be repented of. There is the kind of sorrow where you repent because you are sorry, where you change your mind because of sorrow and shame. I don't think sorrow, technically, and, and the word there is shame. I don't think shame and condemnation have to be the same thing. And In fact, I've done sermons on that. We, we are adverse to condemnation as we should be, but shame sometimes causes people to do the right thing when... If they don't, they ought to be, quote unquote, ashamed of themselves or a bit embarrassed. That kind of sorrow can actually turn you around. Say, I don't want that feeling anymore. I don't want that any longer. Esau has somewhat that moment when he begs his father for an extra blessing. But Hebrews 12 shines light on it and says he wanted to inherit it but he was rejected because he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Now, this verse has perplexed commentators for a long time. Um, one translation says he found no chance to repent, though he thought sought it with tears. Um, another view is that the repentance that Esau was looking for was that his father would change his mind because repentance is a mind change and that Esau was really hoping his dad would change his mind. His dad would repent, though he saw it with tears. I think they're both intrigued. I think it's intriguing to say that Esau felt sorry but not sorry enough to actually change his mind about his inheritance. And it also makes sense to say Esau was sorry and he hoped his dad would change his mind but his dad didn't. Technically, Isaac in in Genesis 27 says he can't. He says, I can't go back on it. There's no not a matter of changing my mind. So I actually lean to this: that Esau was regret full of regret and remorse and sorrow, but not enough for it to actually change who he was. And my application for us in the New Covenant is that I do think sometimes we are ashamed or we are sorrowful, but it doesn't actually lead us to repent. It just leads us to run away. This is where sorrow or shame swallows you. It doesn't move you to repentance. It just swallows you to the point that you go, well, forget it. I can't do it. And the good news under the new covenant is you don't have to do it. It's not about your ability to do it. But you still have to come to repentance. You still have to come to the place where you change your mind about God and his love and his forgiveness and you turn course to follow him. Shame without repentance is a lot like Esau. But shame with repentance is the breeding ground for a transformation. That's really who we are in new creations. Our changed lifestyles birthed in repentance, and yes, oftentimes started with the shame of the exposure of who we were. Not who we are, but who we were so that we can grow into who he would have for us to be. We go back to Genesis tomorrow to jump back into that narrative flow. We'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless.